This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is People Every Day. Coming up... What to know about a threat to schools rumored to have circulated on TikTok. Plus, Marley Nichols, the mother of Tristan Thompson's new baby, wants to set the record straight. An R&B singer Tank on his devastating hearing loss and final album. It's December 17th. Hi, everyone. This is People Every Day, and I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein. Happy Friday, first and foremost. It's a happy one for me because I just got to watch my six-year-old son, Reese, perform in his little elementary school winter recital. There were cymbals and kazoos and Santa hats and forgotten lines, all the things. (laughs) I'm beaming with pride over here. All right, now for some happy celebrity news. Multiple sources tell people that Chris Pratt and wife Katherine Schwarzenegger-Pratt are expected their second child together. And just a little while ago, we actually caught up with Mrs. Pratt uh, about motherhood. At the time, we were talking about her one-year-old daughter, Lila, that she has with Chris. And I asked her how this new motherhood journey has changed her life. So take a listen to what she said. I have always really looked forward to this time in my life and been really excited about it. And I feel really just so blessed to be able to experience it and also experience it with my husband. And she's just the best, Lila's the best baby and she's so happy and so smiley and Uh, And I know how lucky I am. So happy for them. And they're moving right along, man. Married in 2019, first baby in 2020, next one due 2022. All, All good things. Well, speaking of babies... We all know NBA star and Khloe Kardashian's ex, Tristan Thompson, has a new one. But the mother of that child, Marley Nichols, is someone we got to know a lot more about today as she has spoken in a blistering statement amid their ongoing child support battle. And she wants to set the record straight. Among the many details she shares, Nichols, who is a fitness model living in L.A., says that they were not just hooking up, as he stated in court documents that were made public. Uh, She says, quote, I met Tristan in 2020 at a party at his home in Encino, California. He told me he was single and co-parenting. I would never have gotten involved with Tristan if I thought he was in a relationship. Tristan told me he was not having a sexual relationship with anyone else. It was not casual sex, nor did we have any arrangement. Tristan and I communicated daily and talked on the phone. We would see each other several times a month. This statement comes on the heels of Thompson's paternity case being dismissed. And Nichols, said that she's speaking out to correct false narratives about her and she intimates that Thompson and his team might be responsible for some of those falsehoods. 
tricky stuff. Well, Kim Kardashian is tangentially related to that story, right? Uh, But she is making headlines today, when doesn't she, I guess, for a wide-ranging interview she did on the Honestly with Barry Weiss podcast. One thing that stuck out to me was her talking about Kanye going on SNL and wearing his MAGA hat way back when. I was actually in the live audience at that SNL taping. I'll never forget it. But Kim, who calls herself neutral... I think she's speaking politically, said she begged him not to wear the hat and drum up more controversy. But now she feels differently. Take a listen. Why should he take that off if that's what he believes in? Hmm. Why can't he wear that on TV? Half of the country voted for him. Mm -hmm. So clearly other people like him also. I just I'm I learned a lot. Hmm. Well, on the topic of SNL, Weiss slyly asked her who her favorite cast member is now, hinting at her boo, Pete Davidson, to which Kim responded, you know who it is. (laughs) Yes. We do. Well, moving on, there's an update in the Chris Noth story. Now, actress Zoe Lister-Jones has come forth with allegations against the Sex and the City actor. She wrote on Instagram, Last week, my friend asked me how I felt about Mr. Big's death on And Just Like That. And I said, honestly, I felt relieved. He asked why, and I told him it was because I couldn't separate the actor from the man, and the man is a sexual predator. So, Lister-Jones goes on to detail her experience filming Law & Order with Noth years ago. She claims he was drinking in between takes and that, quote, in one take he got close to me, sniffs my neck, and whispered, you smell good. I didn't say anything. She apparently had a friend who she says felt harassed by him as well. So Noth's rep declined to comment on these allegations, but a source tells people that the claim of him being drunk on set is entirely false. All right, now it's time to dig into a story that I know is top of mind for many parents. School districts across the country have either closed or increased security measures today after an anonymous threat on TikTok warned students not to attend classes amid concerns that there could be violence in classrooms. The vague and viral TikTok challenge warning of or encouraging school violence today, December 17th, doesn't name any specific schools or school districts. And as of this morning, the Department of Homeland Security said it had no evidence to suggest that the claims were credible. Still, parents, students, and local law enforcement are on edge. I mean, pretty much anywhere you go. One parent that had to make the tough decision about whether to send her kids to school today was People's Deputy Editor, Wendy Noggle. She joins me now to break down what we know. Hi, Wendy. Hi there. Well, this is definitely a reason for parents and students and teachers and officials to just be on watch. I can only imagine, you know, what kids are dealing with. You know, this is something that I guess we have to be more and more aware of and concerned of, and it's coming through social media. So so when did these threats initially go viral? And, and do we know if a source has been identified in making them? They really started heating up yesterday. Um, you know, it was something that I talked to both of my kids last night at dinner. Had they heard about them? I, one of my kids is very avid on TikTok. She actually hadn't, so we discussed it. And, and you know, if, I feel like we've had to have those conversations way too many times. Um, obviously, when they said December 17th, National Shoot Up Your School Day, it's very alarming, especially coming right after the Michigan shooting where students were killed. And there were some real questions of could there have been more done by the parents, especially, and perhaps the school district that could have prevented that shooting. 
Yeah, because some kids in that case did stay home after seeing some things on social media and seeing, you know, allegedly that a gun was shown on social media. And some kids took it upon themselves to say, I'm, I'm not going in today. And I think it's it's really that you have to take utmost caution as a school district. And, and I really feel for these schools, they are grappling with so much right now. Obviously, Omicron is rearing its head with COVID. And this is just another curveball thrown at schools across the country. Um, and also for students who are really at a sensitive point. You know, the pandemic has really worn on everyone's mental health, and that could fuel some cases of violence, perhaps, but also put uh, students in a very fearful place, obviously. And so it's 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 difficult. It's something really difficult to deal with. Yeah. And, and I know TikTok has said that they're investigating this particular threat and said, quote, we handle even rumored threats with utmost seriousness, which is why we're working with law enforcement to look into warnings about potential violence at schools, even though we have not found evidence of such threats originating or spreading via TikTok. Interesting. It's it, it's crazy because, you know, your kids get this stuff um, first and foremost. And it almost feels like, you know, as parents, we're playing catch up with some of this, right? And I think some of it is actually parents sometimes um, mistakenly feed some of the problem. You know, Mm. TikTok is saying that they're investigating if it really originated on their platform. And there have been documented cases of hoaxes. I mean, and that's where it's very tricky. There have been so many of these challenges. There was the devious lick challenge that really did take off where kids were stealing everything from paper towel dispensers or soap or even smart boards at the beginning of the school year and, and showing that on TikTok that they had had a devious lick. Um, And so some of them are real, but then there have been these other hoaxes. Like in October, there was a slap a teacher TikTok challenge that seemed to be really a hoax. But then, of course, parents are always very worried about what is my kid doing online? What is happening that I'm not seeing? And things start to spread and then media like us report on it. And so it it is tricky to both be very cautious and careful, but also not um, have a lot of misinformation out there. It's a dance, yeah, to make sure that you are staying on it because these things are happening. Um, But just as a mom, Wendy, um, and even, you know, for those who aren't, uh, this is just, it's scary news. So how do you react? Like, what's what's your process? Yeah, so last night it was, I I try to start casually, to be honest, which may seem odd with these topics, but I don't, you know, I was kind of like, hey, have you heard about this thing? And sometimes if I go in heavy, they're like, oh no, here comes mom. Um, (laughs) So, so I gotta, I gotta choose my way in as, as every parent of teenagers does. Um, And then we just kind of reinforce how we're going to keep in contact over the day, that if they see something, they should, of course, say something. Unfortunately, this is a part of their day. They know the drills. They know how to go into lockdown. They've they've had an incident of what they thought was an, an active shooter in lockdown. And and wow. it's it's just a normal part of life, which is so hard to say, but it Ugh. but it is. And so yeah. um they kind of know what to do and they know to stay safe. That's you know, that said, it's not that they're not affected by it. Um You know, my son is writing about it for his school newspaper, um, writing something about the Michigan shootings and the fact that he can rattle off, you know, more school shootings than he has fingers is is something that just shows you that this is an issue that's not going to go away. Wendy, thank you so much for taking the time out and and for being open about all this. Absolutely. Hopefully everyone is safe today and, and all of next year, too. 
Next up, New Music Friday, but on a serious note, R&B star Tank opens up about suddenly losing his hearing and making his final album. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For two decades, singer Tank has dropped hit after hit from 2001's Maybe I Deserve to 2021's Can't Let It Show that I currently have on repeat. A soulful guy that just lives at the top of the R&B charts and is unapologetically sexy (laughs) and fans like myself can't get enough. But sadly, earlier this year, he revealed he is going deaf in both of his ears and just recently announced his plan to retire from the music industry, but not before giving one last album. So Tank is here with me now to talk about that and more. Welcome to the show. Hey, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Well, you've had a roller coaster of moments this year. I mean, it marks the 20th anniversary of your debut album, Force of Nature. I cannot believe that. Time flies. Um, and your latest single, I Deserve, is a kind of a follow-up to that song, Maybe I Deserve. The music video is a parody of you from back in the day. So, so what were the highlights? Let's start on the good side of things. What were the highlights? I mean, I think... The idea of even being able to go this long and still matter is like the highlight. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, how many artists 20 years later are still in the conversation, are still at the top of the charts, are still recreating their original music. You know what I'm saying? So I take a song like Maybe I Deserve that was a hit in uh, in 2000 and then recreate it in 2021. And it's already top 10, probably about to be a number one record as well. So like, that's like, you know, it's, I'm never settled into it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the guy that's like, yeah, I told you I was going to kill it like that. You know I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that guy, you know, I'm like, I'm like always surprised. I'm like, they like it, they like it. You know, so all of that within itself, man, is just one big cool highlight, man, that I'm just still able to, um, able to be part of, you know, this 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 R&B movement. I, I love that humility. And I, we talked about that before. You may not remember, but um, I talked to you about Jamie Foxx and how he approached you because he was a fan of yours. And you're yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, oh, my God, I love your music. And you're like, you're Jamie Foxx. What are you talking about? Right. Right. <laughs> Well, 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 take me into what's going on now. In May, you posted a video on Instagram in which you shared just devastating news that, that you're going deaf in both ears. Um, so take us back to that moment. What led you to even seek medical attention? Well, I guess what, what I didn't know, but it's called tinnitus. So that's how it started. And, you know, I was walking back from the gym. I just I literally completely lost my balance and almost fell just out of nowhere. Like I just got completely dizzy and then my ears started, my ear had been clogged, my right ear, and then it just started ringing. Everything just sounded like a distorted telephone. When, when it got to the point to where I was like dizzy beyond control, I just said, I gotta go to the doctor. So, and he checked me out. He's like, um, um, he's like, I don't, I can't call it right now, but we got to start you on this medicine. If it's nerve damage or whatever it is. And so 
I went to many, many of doctors and, you know, they threw around Meniere's disease, which, you know, eventually they ruled out. And so it just became like a sudden sensor, sensory renewal, hearing loss kind of thing where they don't know why it happens. It just, it just happens. And so they have means to try and treat it that aren't hundred percent effective. Um, and then they have procedures, you know, to restore your hearing a different way. But once you, once you take those, you know, medical procedures, the idea of you hearing naturally is kind of out of oh, the wow. I was just like, you know, I'm still deaf in my right. I'm still deaf in my right ear. My, my left ear has been holding down the fort for me. But, you know, I'm just giving myself time. Um, you know, nerves take time to heal. And it's, it's, it's ultimately nerve damage. It's neurological. So that's going to take some time. Um, I'm going to give it some time before I start making any, like, harsh decisions, like, you know, cochlear implants and stuff like that. I feel good. I'm back on the road. You know what I'm saying? I'm and we're doing music. I deserve. It's actually the first song I recorded with only one ear. Wow. What has that process been like for you? That's what I want to know. Like, what's the the exact state of your hearing right now? And then what has the the music process? You're you're putting out an album. Well, it was tough at first because now it's like all the information is is flooding one ear. And so when I'm in the studio, I kind of only sing with one ear anyway. I just didn't, I, you know, it was early in the process. And so I kept looking at my engineer. I was like, how I sound? Do I sound good? Am I good? Am I all right? He's like, He's like you sound like yourself. I was like, you sure? And th- I did that the whole song. And and so what you hear is my first take at trying to sing with one ear. But, you know, I'm back on stage and, you know, my body has kind of made the adjustment. Oh, wow. I love your spirit about all of this. Um, just take me into this album and what fans can expect. It, I, I, it hurts my heart to even think about this being the last Tank album I am going to get. But what can fans expect and what do you want them to take away from it? Well, I mean, you know, I, the album is titled R&B Money. And, you know, it's in two parts. It's, it's you know, I've, I've built a life, you know, and, and a career off of, you know, R&B money. That, that, that is the foundation of what this is. And, you know, the idea that the music is expensive. It takes so much to make great R&B music. You know what I mean? Like, it's an expensive process, whether it be um, musicians, whether it be producers, whether it be writers. And then the most expensive part of it all when it comes to R&B music is the experience. You know what I mean? Um, and when we talk about R&B music, we're talking about love. We're talking about relationships. and We're talking about all things that take time um, to build. And as as we continue to move through generations, we seem to be running out of time. Everything's moving faster and quicker. and You're scrolling faster and, and missing things. And so, you know, that doesn't really cater to R&B music, but I'm just encouraging, you know, all of my R&B constituents, no matter what part, of the R&B world you're in, keep doing it. Keep making this expensive music. You know what I mean? It 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 will pay your way. That was R&B singer Tank on the loss of his hearing and his last album, R&B Money, set to release in 2022. For more on this story, head over to people.com. And guys, if you liked that conversation and this podcast, you should check out Culture Binge, a bi-weekly podcast from Wisecrack. It's a YouTube channel that covers the intersection of pop culture and philosophy. The Culture Binge crew dives into those headlines that you might have skimmed past and the names that have been popping up on your Twitter feed recently. It's not just about what's going on in the news, but how it could affect us all. Catch their live streams on the Wisecrack YouTube channel on Wednesdays and subscribe to Culture Binge wherever you get your podcasts. And now, something to make you smile. This 
week, 23-year-old Kristen Hayden became the first black woman to win a national diving title and qualify for an international team at the USA Diving Winter National Championships. With her partner, Quinn Henninger, they competed in a mixed, synchronized three-meter set and came out on top with 286.86 points. This might be hard to believe, but this was the duo's first synchro competition together. Listen to how she reacted with Henninger when news broke of their victory. I just ran over, I like grabbed it, and we like hugged, and I was just like, we just made the world team. Now she gears up for the FINA World Championships in Japan next year. Congrats to the both of them. And congrats to you for making it to Friday. I am signing off for a while, taking a much-needed vacation. But never fear, my girl Zoe Ruderman will be here filling in for me next week. Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you all soon.